I'm Mari Campbell-Jack, and you are listening to True Crime Fiction, feeding your addiction for the best of the written and the spoken word in crime. Dragged into the Light is a true crime book in which journalist Tony Rosso delves into the paranoid and manipulative world of the Shrinerites, who follow leader Sherry Shriner and looks at the suicide and murder linked to the online cult. At first glance, Shrinerites are bizarre. They believe that there is a plan by aliens who are wizards to take over the Earth. These aliens are bombarding those chosen by God to defend the earth with evil energies that can only be combated by doing exactly what Sherry tells you and placing Orgon, essentially resin ornaments, around places and people under attack. What's more, the lizards have already taken over some prominent people and their plan is underway. So far, so wacky. But while people with these beliefs are low-hanging fruit for even the most hopeless of armchair comedians, Rosso uncovers a story which is pitiable more than anything else. What Rosso firmly does is place the outcomes of the cult within the cultural context of the crumbling American empire and the death of the public service ideal. By doing this, he makes the scared, isolated lives the cult members live much more a symptom of the modern world's lack of connection, community and shared values, rather than the punchline of a joke. While I'm sure that some people will always want to laugh at these people, because, hey, if we took it seriously, we might feel compelled to actually do something about the problems which are at the genesis of these weird beliefs, Rosso makes an effort to get to know them, to understand who they are and why they fell for Sherry Shriner, daughter of God. The real downside of this book is that Shriner died before Rosso was able to even try and interview her. Part of me wonders, if he did get an interview, would it be useful enough to help our understanding, to parse her motivation for the blatant and nasty manipulation she doled out in the guise of help? I'm not sure it would. Cult leaders, by the time they come to the wider public's attention, have generally gone far down the path of the myths they've built around themselves and are totally divorced from reality. While it's hard to tell if Sherry really did believe her own hype, it is difficult to ignore the amount of work that goes into not just starting a cult, but building and maintaining a following. Would anyone really put in all that effort if they did not believe what they say? I suspect any interview with Sherry would have been disjointed, bizarre, and most of all angry. I would, however, have liked to hear more from those who knew Sherry before she became a cult leader, who could shed some light on what made her tick and possibly what deep insecurity set her on the path to cult leadership. I don't think this is the last we will hear about the Shrinanites, as the needs which drive people towards cults will not have died with Sherry. 
but will look for something or someone else to cling on to. As we've seen before, sometimes when it comes to beliefs, a leader's death is just the start. You have been listening to True Crime Fiction, the podcast that is feeding your addiction to all things crime. You can find our website at true-crime-fiction.com, on Twitter at true underscore crime underscore fic, on Facebook and Instagram as True Crime Fiction. Please rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. Music is by Kitty Kitty Meow Meow.